0: This episode contains graphic details of murder and other crimes. Listener discretion is advised. Hello everyone and welcome back to Not Always Polite. Before I get into today's episode, I did want to say thank you guys so much for listening to me talk 2,000 times. That is so crazy. Thank you guys so much for coming back every week and listening to me talk about something pretty shitty. I really appreciate you. I really do. With that being said i know i've been saying this i got one more review thank you emily for the review uh but if you're listening on apple podcasts if you could leave me a review i would really appreciate it don't forget to follow me on instagram and twitter at not you get a little bit of sneak peeks you get to hear about what i like what i don't like what podcasts i'm listening to and on instagram i do share some like fun little memes every once in a while just you know to spice it up a little bit but Yeah, if you guys could do that, I would highly appreciate it. Oh, and I got, I did a presentation at work a couple days ago, and one of the girls in the presentation messaged me and was like, your accent is so cute, and I was like, sis, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't have an accent. So, can you guys message me? Uh, I'm going to put up a poll on Instagram after I put this episode out, but like, do I have an accent? A couple of my friends, um, Alex from Not Always Polite, or from Not Always Polite, that's me. Alex from Weird Distractions Podcast said it's like the Grey Bruce accent, which is from Where I'm From, and that makes me highly uncomfy. So I'm going to put up a poll uh, on Saturday when I put this episode out. Guys, do I have an accent? I'm having a crisis. Anyways, enough about me and my accent crisis. Let's get into today's episode. Today I'm going to be talking about Kara Lynn Clark. So, Carol was born in 1989 to parents Susan Lawson and Ronald Clark. Her father passed away in 2016. I couldn't find anywhere why he passed away or what the circumstances was behind that, but she had four siblings, Eva Clark, William Clark, Amanda Clark, and Calvin Lawson. Her sister Amanda passed away in 2014. And from what I can see online, it looks like she took her own life. They all live together in Timmins, Ontario, Canada, which is like hella north in Ontario. Kara was described by her sister as shy and quiet and was said to have a strong connection with animals. She also said that Kara loved to sing and play video games. Kara and her family are indigenous. I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, so I apologize. But they're members of the Mishkego... angam ojibwe first nation i'm so sorry i tried to look it up beforehand but uh anyways this is only relevant because of the staggering number of missing and murdered indigenous women and girls in canada i will touch more on that after i get through the story but yeah kara had recently moved from timmins to brampton where she was working at a recycling facility she was living with her boyfriend who she had met at work. It was about two months after her 28th birthday when her employer reported her missing on July 5th of, sorry, July 25th of 2017. Her boss stated in the missing persons report that it was very strange for Kara to miss a day at work. He was adamant to the police. It was quoted that it was quote, completely out of her character to miss that day of work. As members of the First Nation, her sister noted the community has historically found law enforcement slow to act on cases of missing Indigenous women, which is not limited to this city or this band of First Nations. It's seriously, like I mentioned, a massive issue throughout the entire country. Unfortunately, Kara was found dead on the afternoon of July 21st, 2017. She had been murdered, and her body had been dumped in the brush near a creek on Castlemore Road in Brampton. Her sister Eva had talked to her just a few days after her birthday in May of 2017, saying that Kara had found a grey strand of hair and she was a little upset about it. Quote, We found out she had been missing for two or three days at that point, and then it was pretty much the next day when we were told about her body, Eva said in an interview with Toronto.com. At this time, I assume, to protect the integrity of the case, a cause of death has not been stated to the public or shared with the family. The article in toronto.com states that the family, quote, has some indication of what happened, but no concrete answers. Since Kara was found with, quote, little to no hair, the family believed she may have been scalped. However, that theory on the condition of her hair was debunked by investigators. Eva said to police that during the last phone call she had with her sister that Kara revealed she had been in a fight with her boyfriend. The police were called and the police said there are separate reports in which Kara and her boyfriend were both charged in relation to domestic violence-related incidents. But they would not confirm if the incidences incidences <laughs> took place during the day leading up to her murder or if it was like months ago. The police did not indicate that the boyfriend was a suspect in the investigation, but they also didn't indicate if they had a main suspect at all. So it is speculated that the police didn't take the missing persons report seriously because of Kara and her boyfriend's past interactions with the police. It's said they may have played a role in the initial investigation, eva questioned that perhaps if police were aware of the fights they may have assumed Kara left to get away from the relationship and not necessarily missing according to her boss when he reported her missing the police didn't really seem to take it very seriously despite the slow start once her body was found a real mm. effort was made i'm sorry if you can hear my dog that was rude dumper According to her boss, when he reported her missing, the police didn't seem to take it very seriously. Despite the slow start, once her body was found, a real effort was made to find the person responsible for her death. Eight detectives were assigned to the investigation. The autopsy had revealed that she had significant signs of trauma, and this is when the police started a homicide investigation. In the weeks and months following Kara's death, little information was publicly released. Police did not share details about potential leads or suspects. Only a single release identifying Kara's body was published and released by the police. In addition to that, Eva and their mother had traveled the eight hours from Timmins to Brampton to get Kara's body, only to find out three days later that her remains were already on their way back to Timmins and the eight-hour drive was for nothing. Needless to say, the communication with the family was lacking in some respects. If there is anyone who has information regarding the death of Kara Clark, they can contact the Peel Regional Police's Homicide and Missing Persons Office at 905-453-2121, extension 3205. Anonymous tips can also be left with the Peel Region Crime Stoppers at one 800 222 8477 or it can be submitted on the Peel Crime Stoppers website. So I did mention some of this in a previous episode but I'm going to share some facts here about um, missing murdered Indigenous women and girls just because the statistics are startling and I truly had no idea. So in 2015 there were 225 unsold homicides and missing women um, with suspected foul play in Canada that are of Indigenous background. Indigenous women are 12 times more likely to go missing or be murdered than any other women in Canada. Indigenous women and girls between the ages of 10 to 44 have mortality rates that are three to four times higher than those in the general population, and girls aged 15 to 19 are five times more likely to die than non-status Canadians. Please take some time to educate yourselves on the inquest that was conducted in Canada. It took three years to complete and is over a thousand pages long. There are some really staggering statistics out there and I really encourage everyone to do some research into it because it's, it's truly horrific. And that is all I have for you guys today. I really hate unsolved cases because I really like when things can be wrapped up in a nice little bow and justice can be served for the families but unfortunately that's not the case here. So please, if you have any information about Kara Clark, use the resources I just mentioned and uh, you never know what you might know. Information that you might think isn't important could be very valuable. So please, if you know anything, don't hesitate to reach out to the proper authorities. Like I said earlier, don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at not I'm on Spotify, Apple music, all the things really appreciate you guys following and listening and sharing and all that fun stuff i will catch you guys next week with another episode and uh yeah bye